Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn, and F.P. Santangelo Jr. Not sure where Russell is, but we're expecting Shooty Babbitt to come on here pretty soon. If you guys remember, he played, uh, I think he played for one just one year, didn't he? For the A's? one. Second baseman. All right. A long-time baseball scout, very respected in the game. Exactly. Speedy infield, I think he's he's the father of a baller. Been around the game a while. Exactly. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to have him on because I, uh, I, 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 I have a quick shooty Babbitt story to relate uh, once he joins us. Okay. Very good. All right. All uh, right. This, this uh, uh, let's see, trivia questions are going to be hard baseball questions up to the year 2000. Probably good that Russell's not here because he, he gets crazy unless it's something in the last like two years. So you guys are looking, it'll be kind of fun. All or right. has uh, something to do with wrestling. Unless it has something to do with wrestling, yeah. One of the things yeah. I want to ask Shooty has to do with uh, the A's low payroll, and if it was this, you know, was it the same back then? You know, how did he kind of how did it all compare with other teams? Oh, I'm sure he's got some A's ownership stories on payroll. Sure, sure. sure he does. Yeah, and obviously we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Um, and then uh, I just saw something last night come across the the ticker tape, so to speak. Is it true? Um, Jack Nicholas says Trump's course losing bid was due to cancel culture. I guess, did, what, did Trump put in a bid to have a PGA tournament and it got canceled? I don't know, we'll find out. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll obviously talk a little bit of baseball. Um, I guess I guess there's some football news probably, huh? Yeah, what about the cryptocurrency crashing and, and all the athletes' salaries? I think we should touch on that too. How many uh, of them are taking uh, it? In, I, I remember, uh, was, it, was it Antonio Brown? No, it was uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr., that's right. Okay. But a few NBA players for contracts, which is Bitcoin and like it. Uh-oh. Okay, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money. Check them out. PacificPrivateMoney.com. Still paying uh, on uh, investments, paying at least 6% secured by real estate. All right, don't touch that down. We're going to be right back. Tahoe 
Lakeshore Lodge and Spa provides guests with an all-lakefront hotel in South Lake Tahoe, where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains. Hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings, gas fireplace, and a full lake view. Condominiums offer private bedroom, full kitchen, and living area with a fireplace. Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Elements Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to TahoeLakeShoreLodge.com. Palio Restaurant's been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel. Leading the way is the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown along with Vern Glenn and F.P. Santangelo Jr. Um, so, obviously, let's start off with the NBA playoffs. Holy smokes. Suns are out. Bucks are out. Oh! And, and uh, it seems like the Warriors were the only ones that had kind of a dominating, uh, so to speak, you know, just, just from the standpoint that it was, you know, it was 3-1. Um, and then... Uh, I don't think I'd use that series and dominating in the same series. No, no, ex- exactly. But but it's like all the other ones had gone. I think didn't all of the other ones go to Game Seven? Yeah, the yeah, I, it, yeah. It, it was it was shocking to me to see the Suns jump out 2-0, and everyone was like, "Okay, oh wow, here they come, the number one seed." Oh my God, Chris Paul, this Chris Paul, that Luca's not playing. Oh, oh boy, yeah. and then and then uh, and then and then Luca shows up, plays a full series with Phoenix and then um 
you saw what happened. I mean, Dallas is a dangerous team. They're a good team. Yeah. And, and, and my favorite line was Jason Kidd, who grew up here in the Bay Area. He said, well, everybody expected a blowout. Uh, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great they just they, they just picked the wrong team. So, yeah, hey, well, good, good for Jason. I mean, I, I'm, I'm yeah. really looking forward to this one. Guys, that game was an all-time beatdown. That was like a legacy-defining beatdown. And it's kind of tough from somebody, you know, know, that's been around sports his whole life, that's working in sports media, to see a game like that. Because truthfully, that's a game that will ruin your legacy. And it's it's really tough to say that, but it's true. It was tough. In most cases, the FP, I think in most cases, in a game seven, it usually favors the home team. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just eye popping to see, you know, Chris Paul and just, just what, what happened in the first half or what I didn't happen, I should say. I mean, 27 points as a team matching what Luca had at the half. I mean, just, uh, Wow. I mean, I, I just couldn't believe what was happening. So in terms of for Luca, that's a obviously a legacy to find a game that he just came out and dominated in such a fashion for game seven. But then we look at Chris Paul and that's the big story. Everyone, of course, is talking about loses his fourth straight game seven. He's three at, for uh, three for four uh, or his record is three and four in game yeah. seven. So he just has a history of not showing up when it counts. And we're kind of seeing that trend a lot. And we've always heard about Draymond Green and, and other guys who like to talk a lot in the league. Mm. Talk about these guys who are who are kind of fake stars and how they don't show up when the lights are bright. You can maybe include James Harden in that conversation if you want to, among other players. But it's kind of true. The playoff really exposes a lot of people. And whether Chris Paul was hurt or not, man, you, you can't lose by that much. And I think he only had one point at half. In a game seven, that just can't happen. I mean, it's almost impressive. He had one point at half. Yeah, but, yeah. Not about your your superstars have to show up absolutely. in the big moments like that, and he did not. As far as uh, Boston and Milwaukee, the Boston and Milwaukee. I mean, your Boston just caught fire. I mean, they yeah. you know Milwaukee jumped up. You know, defending NBA champs, Giannis Antetokounmpo doing his thing, getting his points, getting his touches. It's just that. Wow. I mean, Orford and some of these guys coming off the bench, they just, uh, Boston just put it all together and they were able to close at home. They got that weird thing going on where it's like, okay, this is, this feels like magic. And whenever you watch a team in any sport and it feels like a magical run, you start saying, uh oh, that's the team I don't want to play. And I don't think anybody wants to play the Boston Celtics. I think momentum wise, they have the most momentum going into this uh, Eastern Conference Final and just in, into a conference final. But the Warriors are betting favorites, which is very interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I they got the star power. I mean, you look at the roster and their lineup, of course, they're going to be favorites, I think. And just because of the veteran experience. But, man, Boston, Warriors, if that ended up happening, oh, holy ratings. Yeah. 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 And now, Chris, huge. Is, is he 36 or 38 years old? Who? I don't uh, know. Oh, it looks like she's joining us. Because uh, did he say he was going to retire? Or are people thinking? I didn't. I, I, I've not heard the R war match to Chris Paul, not officially. Not yet. You guys, I got to say this real quick about Chris Paul. The only redeeming quality is if he can do this. I think he'd be actually really good. 
Yeah. If Chris Paul ended up becoming a TV analyst via Charles Barkley, because Charles Barkley was the lovable loser, right? And a lot yeah. of people do love Chris Paul. I feel like if Chris Paul can do the media thing after he's done, could really help restore that that legacy part. Unfortunately, that he may have lost the other night. Good point. Not gonna ha- not not gonna happen, FB. From a from a TV side, takes one to know one. You got to be bombastic, and that's, that's why true. Charles Barkley is a draw. And, and and Chris Paul being the you know the president of the Players Association and being diplomatic and yeah. you know working out the, the the travails of the NBA. There's no way he's gonna come out on TV and be just openly critical. The way Charles Barkley is. No, and like, there's no way. Like Reggie Miller does a great Sorry, job. I'm here. Hey, shooty. <laughs> yeah, All right. What's up, gentlemen? What's going on? Hey, How are you, my friend? Have some shooty. technical difficulties. Look, I've been at NBC for 20 years. They have technical difficulties all the time, so I don't feel <laughs> oh, that. I know bad. that. I know yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good morning. Sorry for being, you know, technical That's difficult. All right. yeah, we're, we're it's just, all good. It's okay. Not, not yeah. a problem. We're just and talking about basketball. Hey, um, yeah, uh, we don't mind. We, we don't mind you coming off the bench, Judy. Well, thank you. That's First of all, all, it would be um, disrespectful if I didn't say thank you for having me on. Second of all, um, Vern Glenn, you are truly uh, my hero, man. You are a man of class, a man of dignity, a man of hustle. You, you, you feel the all, check all the boxes, man. And, uh, you have inspired me in ways you don't even know, bro. So um, I- I'm happy to be on with you. Finally, I don't know, you know, I don't know what it takes to get on the show with you. You know, you have all these other busters around here on with you sometimes, you know. <laughs> I know just as much about sports as they do. So it's all good. Yes, you but, do. Uh, yeah, yes, but, you uh, do. But, man, thank well, you for having me today, too. Well, you can't Thanks for the that. kind word, Shooty, yeah. and uh, checks in the mail. Yeah, right yeah. on, bro. <laughs> you can't see it. So oh, I've yeah. heard Gary Radnish told me that for years. I still haven't even got a candy <laughs> or a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, Vernon, so, uh, uh, yeah, and Shooty, you can't see FP and I because uh, we're, we're actually on the Zoom call, but we're both kind of shaking our heads yes when you're uh, appraising Vern because he's uh, – <laughs> and, and here's the thing is that um, you know, Vern and I have known each other for, for many years, and it's only been in the last, I don't know, you'll have to tell us, Vern, how many years you've actually had to do your own camera work as well. That right? started in 2005. 2005. That, was, that was a cost-cutting move by Kron at the time to go one-man band, which is what I'm on my way to do right now. And it just took a little while for the other stations to catch on and figure out, you know, they, they, they should be doing the same thing. But now... All the stations have one-man band personalities, uh, just just turning content. In fact, I'm going to do today. I I got. I'm going to a golf shoot because uh, KPIX Channel Five. We got the PGA Championship coming up this weekend. So sales has sold a couple of post-round shows called the Par Five, and so I'm on my way to do a feature on a 100-year-old golfer down in Menlo. Wow. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna meet on the tee box and we're gonna hit a few balls and tell a few stories. And we'll run that this weekend. Beautiful. Wow. You know, yeah. I think I think I can only shoot my age if I uh, when I turn 150, then I'll be able to shoot my age. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have uh, for for the audience uh, who uh, just joined us here, uh, Shooty Babbitt, uh, former second baseman for the Oakland A's. Um, and uh, we, we know he's got a lot to share with us. We're going to cut to a break to uh, ask our trivia question. When we come back, we want to ask Shooty uh, specifically. I, I want to ask him what's it like playing for a team where the owners have had a uh, 
let's say, reputation for uh, not paying the high payroll. And, uh, and I don't know if that's really changed over the last so many years because it's a, it's, a, it's a different ownership, but uh, it always seems to have been like that. All right, here's our first trivia question here. And again, Shudi, you remember the rules. If, if, uh, if you know the answer, don't say anything until we uh, uh, get back from break. Okay, as of the 2000 season, who was the only National League third baseman to win four batting titles? All right, and extra and points if you can third. name uh, the uh, American League uh, who, uh, as of 2000, who won five batting titles. But specifically, we're looking for National League to have won four batting titles as of the year 2000. And I'll give you a hint, it's not Ty Trainer. All right, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Ecom 101. We'll be right back. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
receiving your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn, F.P. Santangelo Jr. and our special guest, Judy Babbitt. All right, uh, guys, as of the uh, 2000 season, who was the only National League third baseman to win four batting titles? Chipper Jones. No. no. Uh, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn? He no. didn't play third base. That's right. I know, I know, I know. I thought it was Mike Schmidt, but that's not the answer. It was Bill Madlock. Okay. Bill Madlock, Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, Darren, wow. and didn't he play for the he played for the Giants first, right? And then we, we traded him, if I remember correctly. So he won it in 75, 76, 81, and 83. Okay, uh, extra special points. How about the American League? Who what third baseman won five batting titles? Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Very good. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. So, Shooty, you played. Shooty, uh, what? What? Uh, you, you played um, in the. Uh, what was it? The uh, early. I played 80s? in eighty-one. Eighty-one in, okay. in Oakland. Yes. Okay. And the ownership were they as uh, let's say cost conscious as they seem to be now with player salary i think what you have to do looking back over the history of the oakland a's organization there's different uh has been a different process for each ownership i mean charlie finley had pretty much been the owner when i was drafted um as a high school kid and i had a scholarship to go to ucla and uh, i thought i you know had some bargaining power and when mr Gwynn came into my home to um, signed me, you know, I was a 25th round draft pick. So I still figured I'd be able to, you know, have some leverage. And when, um, I told Mr. Gwynn, when Charlie, when he gave me the offer that he did, I told him, how about you go back to Mr. Finley and tell him I have a scholarship to go to UCLA. You think he'll give me more money? He said, no, he's going to tell you to go to college. So <laughs> that's how he was, but he also had a team that won three championships and he had good players and you can't argue with that. This has always been a small market. When I was aboard and got my opportunity to play in the big leagues, we had great ownership. The Hoss family had just bought the team. Roy Eisenhardt and those guys were just happy to have the club. They let Billy Martin take the reins of things. He went down through the minor leagues and wanted to find out what they had. I had not had a great minor league season, but I I did enough to, uh, uh, to, to stay alive fighting off high draft picks. And he came down to instruction league and I stole 39 bases and 39 attempts. And he invited me to big league camp and the rest was a wrap. I went and took me a job and I ended up playing in the big leagues. So you have to understand my approach to this whole thing right now is that uh, it's a great opportunity. I always say it's the land of opportunity in Oakland, because if you get off, you can get your, uh, your dream on and you can get paid. So um, it's no secret what's going on. There's a lot of high uh, 
political minutia going on right now. And it's way over my head. So mm. I'm just hoping that they find a way to keep the, te- the team here. It seemed like the thing what happens now, this day and age, if you have a team, you can build it or you have a new stadium, you can build it within a village and you make money around the village because of the people coming to the stadium. I'm all for that because it would help the people in Oakland. But uh, to answer your question in short, uh, which I know I gave you more than what you asked for, I'm just saying that um, it's quite obvious. Uh, My owner has money. Uh, Mr. Fisher uh, has paper. Um, Old Navy has made a lot of money, Uh, but some of these people are in the business to make money. And most of them don't love baseball as much as they love their money. So mm-hmm. depending on who you are and what you have, have a lot to do with it, man. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody can't say, hey, okay, I don't want you no more. Take your $40 million and go home. That's more than our whole payroll. You know, with the man in, um, with the Mets, I worked for the Mets for 12 years. And man, look here, I can write off everything. <laughs> Fly swatter, write it off. They don't care. <laughs> were, you were, were you a scout for the Mets? No, it's different. I, I'm not going to scream on the Oakland A's, brother, because they no, give me no, an opportunity okay. for 43 years to live you know, my life and my dream. And I understand. We're talking to the man of everything, Vern Glenn. We don't care. Just give me a chance. You know, I don't have to give the party. Let me I can get my boogie on in the corner. You know, just let me come in the door. You know, I mean, it's it's it is what it is. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the minor leagues around the country you know, scouting minor league players. When I come to the Oakland Coliseum, it's the big leagues, bro. I don't care. Ain't no league bigger than that league right there. Uh So you have to be thankful for where you are, man. You know, the A's fans have been as loyal. I I commend the people and and, uh, the era of people that have followed this club. Um, I worry for every team because uh, Mm. baseball fans are different now. And you have to love the game to, to attend the game, to keep up with baseball. And there's so many other things that are out there um, for yep. people to get involved in. If you're not playing catch with your son, or if he's not out in the street playing catch with his friends from the neighborhood, everybody don't like to go up to the wall like F.B. Pantangelo Jr. done and, and play catch with yourself and emulate being his dad or emulate, you know, it, it ain't happening no more. So I don't know. You know, people are always going to come back. How's it going to come back when most people are worried about how much food they have on the table and how much cost for gas, let alone pay for a travel team and Uniforms. Yep. Yeah, because yep. yeah, the A's. Uh, well, how, how many fans are be getting a game now? You know, sooner or later, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how many fans are showing up? What man? It costs thirty dollars to park at the Coliseum. Yeah. You even got into the game. That's I man. That's only what five gallons of gas. <laughs> well, speaking to get in. Speaking to get into the game shooting. Yeah, this is this yes. one of my on the TV side. This is one of my go tos. Want to yes. have one of these long form interview type type things? Please, if you will, give us being a Berkeley High guy, give us your call up story. <laughs> oh man, you know it. It, it was. It... Hmm. Hey, Shooty, we lost you for a minute. Yeah, it sounds like your your phone just went out, Shooty. Yeah, it's we... amazing the things that you learn. Um, he was, uh, Emmett was a guy who called the first game at the Oakland Coliseum. That is what Charlie Finley wanted. And to just go back over the history and the background of how he did it and the style and the flair and the flash and how he enjoyed mm-hmm. it, that's what baseball was all about. 
and I don't I don't even know how could they not even uh, recognize him more in Oakland. I mean, here we are talking about we rooted in Oakland and the history, and we're not digging deep enough in there. But uh, man, when when the people get an opportunity to see this documentary uh, about one of the most famous black umpires. Uh, to ever put on the uniform and the way that he went about it. I mean, he was an intelligent man, and, and he was, man, this guy was very deep. So, uh, oh. hey, Judy, you're, you're kind of cutting in and out a little bit. Um, well, I don't know what happened. You know, it's crazy too, and, and I don't remember how many Kansas City A's were on the Oakland A's team when they won the championships, you know, 72, 73, 74. I mean, I still remember that like it was yesterday. We were big A's fans. Because um, didn't they move in 67 or 68? 68. 68. 68. I mean, 68. Four years. Four, four years later, and boom, they're, uh, you know, winning championships. I mean, they were, they were okay in Kansas City, but nothing really spectacular. Um, you know, but I still remember, you know, you know Sal Bando and um, can't be Campaneras and go ahead, Steffi. Well, Shooty, I got a scouting question for you because I know you've been scouting a whole bunch in your career and you're one of the most respected scouts in the game. What position do you think is the hardest position to scout? Because I know in Major League Baseball right now, we're seeing a huge drop in catching talent. If you look around the league, I think catches are hitting 211. I looked up last night. What's the hardest position for you to scout and to report back to? Uh, thanks for the compliment, FP. Uh, I, uh, that's a great question. Uh, I think that's why every year you find out that uh, the shortstops are the ones that go off the board first because they end up having longevity because they typically are the best athletes and they can play anywhere. Uh, so those guys, when you see them, they're pretty easy to identify. The toughest guys are the catchers. I mean, because typically, I mean, let's go, for example, Taylor Ward. Here's a guy who was a number one draft pick with the Angels, and he was kind of built like Mike Heath, athletic, not very physical, um, and you just didn't know where he would end up, but he's smart, cerebral, uh, pitchers love him, but you always knew that when you look at the guys that really survived were physical guys. I, Mike Social was the guy who I always loved as a catcher because he was you couldn't move him. Um, he was just, he took charge. He, he, he had presence. Uh, uh, so you look for durability, uh, arm strength used to be one tool that you had to have, but the game has changed so much now because guys don't run. Uh, and the worst thing that I see is that now catching all throughout baseball, allow catchers to get down on one deep, one knee and receive. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, that takes away a lot of the instinctual moves, athletic moves, when you set up different ways. I can tell how a guy moves back there, how quiet he is. I grew up in an era watching Tony um, Pena. I played against him throughout the minor leagues and got a chance to play against him in the big leagues. And this dude, man, he was the epitome of what a catcher um, should be. So um, I think it's very difficult now because a lot of guys don't want to be back there, um, especially with all this velo now. And these guys are getting concussed at a higher rate. Um, it takes a special dude to be back there, man, because if you look at it, just look at the guys that 
d- how long they truly last. Um, Melina is is uh, every once in a generation type guy. Just don't see that. Hey, Shooty, we're going to cut to a quick break. Um, yeah. yeah they, not too many of these guys have Benito Santiago's arms anymore. Ooh, um, we. Right? They, they, they've changed the sliding rules a little bit. Oh, man. Okay, here's our second trivia question. Oh. This, one, this one's a hard oh, Wait, 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 wait. I, I never heard his call-up story. Well, I know. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna, I know. We're, we're going to get back to it. We're going to get back. Let's ask this trivia question. All right. Who holds, who holds the all-time record for most career pinch hits as a switch hitter? Again, this is up to the year 2000. Stay with us. With us, we're Tcom 101. We'll be right back. Catch Some Relief is the first CBD company to market directly towards fishermen. While we market towards fishermen and the outdoorsmen, our products are for anyone suffering from inflammation and anxiety. At Catch Some Relief, we don't sell CBD oil. We only sell products with the highest amount of bioavailability. Spend your hard-earned dollars on products that work. At Catch Some Relief, wherever your pain, we have you covered. So check out CatchSomeRelief.com to relieve your pain. Experience the best of California at the AAA Four Diamond Portola Hotel and Spa. Voted among the top 10 hotels in Northern California by the readers of Condé Nast Traveler, Portola Hotel is the premier destination for family travel, leading the way as the Central Coast's first LEED certified hotel. Portola reflects unparalleled modern coastal luxury in downtown Monterey. The serene environment is the perfect coastal-inspired escape. Featuring 379 newly renovated guest rooms and 60,000 square feet of meeting space with the adjacent Monterey Conference Center. The pet-friendly Portola Hotel offers several on-site award-winning amenities, including spa on the plaza, an outdoor pool, exceptional dining, a craft brewery, and more. Located steps away from Fisherman's Wharf and Cannery Row, it's all right there at the Portola Hotel and Spa. For more information, visit PortolaHotel.com. That's PortolaHotel.com. Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. There's something for everyone at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We've all been spending more time at home and living differently. But when you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa. We make it easy for you to work, play, and stay in Calistoga. With many amazing daily happenings and so many wonderful things to do in and around the hotel, there's an array of activities just waiting for you. The safety and comfort of our guests is of utmost importance. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds and we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life. Making memories for 100 years. That's the MountViewHotel.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. Mountain Mike's is the official pizza of the San Francisco 49ers. So call 415-454-4300 or go to MountainMikeSanRafael.com and order your pizza. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Hey, wait, we're coming right back here. Welcome back to Sportique on 101. I'm Edward Brown, our special guest, Shooty Babbitt, and our regulars. 
F.P. Santangelo Jr. and Vern Glenn. Second trivia question. Who holds the all-time record for most pinch hits as a switch hitter? Tough I don't one. Know. Jerry no Harrison. Gary Harrison with 94. Okay. <clears throat> so, Shooty, um, I think we, we had uh, cut it. There was a little bit of uh, cutting in and out of your phone. Uh, Vern did not actually hear your call-up story. Could you kind of go through that again? Which call-up was he talking about? Because the I didn't first know. Time, the, the, the first time you were called up to the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got called in um to billy's office you know we were in that year billy invited 60 guys to spring training um uh, i was daryl brown had number 100 on his back uh we dressed over half dressed over on one side of the clubhouse another dress um after the first week that a number got cut down and you know i only got invited to big league camp because um, I was down in instructional league for the first time Oakland had it. And I was 21 at that time. And I was down there with younger kids and Bob Didier wanted to know how I got, why I hadn't more stolen bases. I said, they never let me run as much. So he said, I'm going to help you, you know, pile them on down here and give you some technique. Well, I stole 39 bases and 39 attempts and I got invited to big league camp. And so uh, I was getting limited time. Brian Doyle just came over from the Yankees. They had won the World Series. So he was country clubbing, you know, coming in, playing three innings. I wasn't getting much look. And then he wanted to go get his legs rubbed. And so I started being his caddy. So I started running stuff down in foul territory. Every chance I got, I, you know, I was getting off. And lo and behold, um, when we broke going to Oakland, you know, they announced Chili Davis over there in San Francisco. And Billy called me in the office. And, um, uh, Told me I was going north, bro. Oh my gosh! Yeah, great. Love that. Love that. Wow, That's man. Cool. And what was the what, what what was the reaction like for you? You would have heard drums, tambourines, you name it. They was up <laughs> in right field. And the biggest moment, I know there's more than you asked for, Vern, but what the you know. Okay. And, and what was it like? Playing uh, things that happened to me during my career. It was when the voice of God mentioned my name playing second base, Mr. Roy Steele. You have to be in the wow. Coliseum to hear it, to believe it, and wow. understand what it sounds like, man. So um, that was, you know, living your dream, man. It's, I guess it's just like a musician getting a chance to play in Carnegie Hall, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's what you live and what you always wanted to do, man. I mean, you can't minimize. In the bar time, we have a barbershop talk, and a guy tried to kind of minimize my time in the big leagues and said something about well shooter you only got a cup of coffee and OG said something well let me ask you young man he said can you tell him how it tastes <laughs> I never <laughs> forgot that <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's good so you know here, here's the thing is that you know for, for the time that yeah. you played you got to play under Billy Martin yeah. How is that? Is yes. That, it's not like a, um, Bob Melvin or somebody like that. I mean, Billy is, you know, known as an explosive person. <laughs> adventure, adventure, adventure every day. I mean, it was, it was, you know, it was a circus. Um, we got off to a great start. We were 11 and 0. I mean, we, we brought cool in the game. We put that celebration on the map. Whenever you hear that, that 81 club, 
put that. Was, now, was that the year? What, what was the? What was the? I'm trying to remember. What was the year that they? You know, I mean, did, he ran me out to Big League. What was the year they did Moneyball? 2002. Oh, yeah, okay. that was yeah, that was two, that was the old yeah, that was the old no, right. <laughs> Another generation, man. Another generation, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A shooty, a shooty was 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 81 team was Ricky, Ricky on it? Dwayne Murphy, yeah. and Tony Armas was the outfield. Oh yeah. Uh, Mickey Clutch, Wayne Gross, Peachy Lowe, and uh, Ken, uh, and. Myself, Brian Doyle, McKay, Jim Spencer, uh, Dave Newman, Mike Heath, and we had that magnificent starting rotation that broke the record for innings pitched and starts. Uh, Mike Norris, McCaddy, Keo, and Kingman. Who am I missing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Man, you ain't missing much. Yeah. yeah. I still remember Dwayne Murphy. Uh, he, he, just specifically, like, like, I think it was two or three times, he reaches over, catches uh, what would be a home run, makes everyone in the, in the whole stadium think that it's a, that's a goner, and then he just kind of pops the ball oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was good. For, hey, I forgot a couple, too. Cliff Johnson, Mitchell Page. I mean, I, I can't forget my boys, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a I think in those days, I think I think Steve Lucinich was the visiting yeah, clubhouse yep. guy, right? Sure was, sure yeah. was, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Yeah. Next time yeah. somebody wow. gives you crap in a barbershop, you got to let them know there's only been twenty three thousand major league baseball players ever. Twenty three thousand. I will make sure. Thank you for that info. I even fill half the stadium with you guys. That's what's so different. That's what's so different about. Wow. I mean, when you're hundred year history, it's pretty. If you think think about college, right? You you go from college playing football. If you and if you're good enough, boom, you're right in. In baseball, you generally have to go. You know, single A, then double A, then triple A. Unless you know you, you you skip one because you're just you know over the top. But there's just so so much harder. It seems. In, in that versus, uh, you know, and same thing like basketball. I mean, you, you know, these guys were coming out of high school and, and playing right away. I never looked at it in that perspective, FP. That's a man could only fill half a baseball stadium with the guys that have. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's eye-opening there, man. That's, that's quite an, an honor for sure, friend. man. That's quite an, an honor. <laughs> and and yeah. it's the longest tenured sport that we're, we're talking you know, about of the major ones right in the u.s yeah, yeah. yeah. The US for sure yeah you know what's you know what you say that and what makes a interesting point is how the game is changing so much and it's a game that there was nothing wrong with it for a hundred years yeah. and now they're doing so many things to try to change it to make it better and i <laughs> as an og i mean i just didn't think nothing was wrong with it other than when they start trying to mess with it yeah. You know, they're yeah. telling human beings how to play when it's a skill and will game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got information that you shouldn't have. I mean, it's not it's like almost I don't want to say it's almost like a video game. But when you tell everybody how to pitch and everybody how to hit now, everybody's coming in with a formulation like it's scientific and it's not scientific. You limit. Look how they eliminated the situation of lefty. There was a guy that wants old left-hander. He can throw 89 and 9. If he can throw that slide on the black, he got a job to come in and get that one tough lefty. No, 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 no. Because of statistical, analytically, it's not quantitatively 
affordable or all that old kind of stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. The game is running me over so fast, Glenn, I'm going to be roadkill in a minute, man, if I have to watch out. <laughs> no. well, okay, and should you catch us up? Like, what, uh, what's going on uh, now in your life? Um, I am in my 28th year of scouting. I'm a full-time scout for the oh. A's. Uh, um, I scout mostly now the Texas League, which is a double-A uh, prospect league. Um, I got a couple of um, high A clubs and a couple of triple A clubs sprinkled in there. And um, I do anywhere from 30 to 40 pre and post games for the Oakland A's as well now. So I was, uh, I've been so blessed in my trials in baseball. I started scouting for the Braves in 94. We won a World Series in 95, lost one in 96. I was brought over to the Diamondbacks in 98 as a, a national supervisor when we didn't even play games. Um, over in 96 we didn't play games until 98 we won a world series there in 01 and yeah. i leave there and go to the mets and uh we go to the world series there and we lose and after i didn't get renewed after 12 years there um billy bean was uh most gracious to give me an opportunity to, to hopefully in my career in, in baseball in this part of it so, so let me ask you, did you, did you scout the same time um, with Charles Scott? I'm sorry, you cut in and out. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh, not funny. You know Charles, what? I, I, I've known Charles since he was. Uh, time Charles was an area scout and I was um, a national cross checker. So I was, you know, I went to see some of Charles players. Yeah. I know Charles very cool. well. That's yeah. awesome. I used to buy him beer when he was underage. Oops. <laughs> Charles never looked underage, man. He always been a grown uh, yeah. man since he's in eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was funny. And shooting, and shooting. I wanted to ask you about your your son. I vividly remember you and I. We were we were at Shot Stadium in Santa Clara. Mm -hmm. It was Steve Sonnenstrom's last game as a collegiate player before he became a big leaguer and I believe your I believe your son was something either he either got a scholarship or he, it was something that just happened that was just really great I'm trying to think which one of my sons it was because uh, Miles uh, my youngest my first off time my oldest son my son Zachary went to the Academy Arts University and played over there got drafted by the Dodgers he had went to San Diego State first under Tony Gwynn. It might have yes, been at that, that time. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's you know, you know, you know, that's that's why because yeah. Sonnenstrom was pitching for San Diego State. Absolutely. At, they were at Santa, Santa Clara. Clara. That's right. Yes, indeed. Yep. That's where it was. That, okay. Yeah. Yep. So he went on, Vern, he went on that's to San Diego it. State, played, went there, then they red shirted him. Then his next year he wasn't playing. He called me and said, Dad, I didn't come to school to be a cheerleader. I say, son. Just let me know it's your life. Let me know what you want to do. He made a decision. We we drew. I, I flew down there, packed up the U-Haul, brought him home. He got a chance to go over to Academy Arts to play every day. Got a good education. Became the first player to ever be drafted out of that um, university. Um, make a long story short, he's got he's been married. Got two daughters, and um, now he's a longshoreman. So you just never know where you're gonna end up. And he's teaching kids. Um, so um, he had That's a short great. he had a short career. Played two years in the Dodgers organization. Uh, got hurt, tore his leg. Had to have microfracture surgery, and 
never really co- covered in a quick enough time when uh you know when you it's it, it tough on you when you're a utility guy that's why i have so much respect for guys like tony kibb uh, for fp's dad who had to battle and grind and come to play every day um you, you don't get many bad days man you you don't afford to hit 240 and 250 230 and 220 i look at all these averages man and I'm like, gee, Manise, people have a nerve to be complaining. You didn't used to get a chance to hit 190. I, I didn't think I ever hit 190 in my life and nothing. Um, so I, I just don't understand it. So, um, but yeah, he um, he's good, Vern. Thank you. My youngest boy started out the Academy Arts in the Cal State East Bay. He got drafted by the Diamondbacks and he played a couple of years. And um, he's a videographer and uh, photographer and all that kind of stuff. So, man. Thank God they, you know, they're doing good and uh, live, learning how to live. Dad learning how to say no. Don't <laughs> folks, you got to learn how to say no to your kids, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Hey, guys, we're going to let's we're gonna cut to our last commercial break here. All right. Which shortstop has played in 2,581 career games at that position? All right. That's our trivia question. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be back with some closing comments. Don't pass that dial. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can and start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. 
Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.P. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, our special guest, Judy Babbitt. All right, here's our third trivia question. Which shortstop has played in 2,581 career games at that position? Karapkin Jr. No, that's what I would have thought. Cal Ripken. No, no, you got you to go back a little ways on this one. He, he played, I'll, I'll give you a hint. He played from 1956 to 1973. Okay, now yeah. I'm going to give you the team. And uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of us older guys should be able to get this. Uh, the White Sox. <clears throat> no, no. It's, uh, crickets. Uh, Lu, Luis Aparicio. Well, I'm, I'm the only one that gets one right, so I get the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you guys ready for our thoughts for the day? Yeah. Here we go. David Hasselhoff apparently changed his name and shortened it to simply The Hoff. Apparently, it wasn't worth the hassle. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. Okay. All right. And um, it felt good to pull an all-nighter last night. And at my age, that means I just didn't have to go to the bathroom once. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> older guys can relate to that, right? Um, yeah. Shooty, how old are you now? 63. 63. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm catching up. I'm going to surpass you pretty soon. I just, I just turned 62 a couple of Oh, months. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going all, right. all downhill from there, bro. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Everyone out there, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We'll be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. So long.